What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Toronto Man's Podcast. It's your boy, Lola. This is RC, a.k.a. Arsalan Shirazi, the one, the only, the magnificent. The Rara. magnificent? You need to chill the fuck out with the magnificent. What? I can't be magnificent? No. Nah, I've had magnificent like, you, you moments. You need to come up with some different adjectives, B. You're, you had, you've had maybe 1.2 magnificent moments in your life. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of these joints yo, are questionable. What I want to know is what's a point two magnificent I, yo, moment? I, I don't, is that I don't, like when you ended up with like a hot girl, but you came really fast? Yeah. So it like leveled out. It's like, yeah, she hot, but you weren't in there that long. So wah, wah, wah. Yeah, you didn't get the full point. Yo, I will, you know what I'm really looking forward to in this show? Right before we hop into the topics for today is like a love for Taos to get... Uh, less cheap and buy a soundboard so i don't have to make all these sounds myself yeah we need to get the sound clips like, already wah, wah, wah. yeah like why do i have to do that sound effects in the middle of this i'm a star bro okay yeah, yeah. treat like, treat treat treat, treat this the show right, treat bro. this yeah treat this show like like it's supposed to okay? be okay some low budget talent we have at least 10 listeners <laughs> <laughs> all right all right let's get into some goofiness right now so what do you get up to this weekend uh, so my parents just got back from Africa. So like I went to go visit them, um, drove, drove back to Scarborough, back to the hood. Did they make uh, you go get all the groceries? Obviously. You know what I'm saying? They're like, they come home, fridge is empty. It's like, better go get about, you know what I mean? Like, so I had to like, but go not around. from like Loblaws. No, no. They're like, you know, there's, there's, there's the specific joints that you need to go to. The like, Silver Spoon Plaza you know on Markham and Shepherd. Obviously. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bro, I honestly believe, I believe that if you like want to teach your kids, like defensive driving like yo they don't need young drivers okay that's stuff nonsense that's just like okay turn left and it's like no take your kid one weekend saturday halal meat store plaza yo, in scarborough tnt plaza yo <laughs> these kids will be ready for anything 4-1 will be light soft work yo, soft work you know what i'm saying reflexes just like looking because you, you know what the thing is? It's like mutually assured destruction when you go to those parking lots because everyone knows that the other person might hit them. So, like, everyone is ready for everyone. Like, I went up to my buddy moved to Woodbridge, the only brown guy in Woodbridge now. <laughs> <laughs> he moved up there. And people in Woodbridge, when they drive, do not give a fuck. Like, they don't because they're not used to anyone around there's these huge plazas yo and they're driving major huge suvs huge roads major yeah. suvs they're not even looking they don't even care they're like, ah, i run over one person and get another one <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like yo the woodbridge is like i went up there and i was like oh every stereotype i had about this place is true <laughs> <laughs> like it's like you go into a food basics and there's an espresso bar in the front and a hot table it's like antipasto and hot table in food In a food basics. basics. So That's we went wild. there at like 11 o'clock at night. It was like during the holiday time. This guy walks in, y'all. It's like this guy walks in, tight pants, leather jacket, but he's older. Like he's in his like mid 40s, okay? He's got like a chain on, okay? And he's like, his wife just looked like, bro, she's like, time hasn't been kind to her. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> and she's like, Vito, Vito. <laughs> You locked the car? You locked why, the car? Why are these people from New Jersey all of a sudden? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That's why Woodbridge actually. Why does it become Sopranos all of a sudden? Like, he's just like, he's like, yeah, I locked the car. He's like, did you? I don't think you did. And he's like, and then she leaves, takes the keys, and you just see on his face, like, he's just dreaming of those days where he used to go to Palazzo, <laughs> under, like, like all-age club. Like, he used to just be out there dancing with his boy. And then, like, 
in the plaza right next to him, there was like three guys who were just like younger looking versions of him waiting for an Uber to go downtown. And I'm like, this place is exactly what I imagined it to be. Why am I imagining like Paulie from Sopranos and like and the guys outside being like Chris Moltisanti and like the the other the other two little like youngins? Because they were. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what it was. And I was like, oh, I guess this is what it is. But it's like, so if you drive around a plaza in Woodbridge, you'll get killed because nobody looks where they're going. But if you drive around in Scarborough, everyone is ready for everyone all the time. No one trusts anyone. Everyone's honking. Everyone's trying to get to the Silver Spoon line first. <laughs> trying to get to yeah. the Silver Spoon line. What they want to do is you get in, you run to the Silver Spoon, you place your order. While they're making it, you run across to Babu. You try and get three, three go around the corner, rotis. Get, yeah. yeah, go around the corner and get some Mona's roti. <laughs> all right, you try and get that whole circuit done while your car's idling. And three kids are sitting in the yeah, back. By the way, shout it. out to Mona's, man. That's like, that's a, that shit's an institution. institution. Ten aunties <laughs> just out in the back, just churning it out. There's no, no time for you. That's it. Yo, there's, that, that shit is a factory. If anyone been in, in Mona's, you just look in the back, there's literally like eight to ten aunties just rolling they it up. They do that shit old school. All day, man. They just like... What's your favorite, what's your favorite uh, East End food joint? Yo, I gotta... I gotta go with Federicks, man. I was gonna say I knew this guy's gonna the go Haka. Haka joint, I knew this guy's gonna go Haka. I love it because the, you never have such an inverse correlation between good food and service where they don't want you to be there. <laughs> it's not even. That, it's like that's how that's how Haka joints show love because like it's just like we don't have time for niceties here. It's like what do you want? Chicken fried pakora. Boom, and they don't want to take your order. They need to write it down. They remember everything all yeah. the time. They know what you're going to order. And then when you order some, my parents always love to do this. We go to Frederick's. I'm like, bro, you know this place? They know this place. They have two dishes. How could, most places have three dishes. Just pick those three, play it safe. And then people always like, oh, like, why don't we try like the, the fried green beans? And like, why? And it's like, no, you know they're not going to be good. You know they're not going to be good, but you insist on getting them. And then you get less of the good dish. And then everybody eats the good dish. And then I'm stuck at the end of the table eating like pineapple green beans from a hucka <laughs> joint. They're frozen. Nobody wants that. Everybody just wants chili chicken, all the chili chicken, all the time. Not going to lie. I fuck with the green beans at, at, at Frederick's. I, I'm giving an example. <laughs> I'm giving an example. I actually do like the green beans yeah, at Frederick's. Yeah, 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 yeah. But those, what I'm saying is, is, like, just stick to the staples. You walk in, you get the chicken pakoras, chili chicken, chicken fried rice. Some sort of a soup. You eat it all. You go home. You have fiery poops. <laughs> okay? In the morning, your body punishes you. You can't wake up for work. Yo, real talks, though, I can't, I can't take that shit anymore. Huh? Like, that, I, I, I can't handle it the same way I used to. My it's, body is it's, not. Yeah, yeah, trust me. It's not, it's not kind. It is not kind. It's crazy. To, you just wake up in the morning, you feel hungover. Oh, uh, bro. You're sick, I didn't even drink. I don't even know what hungover feels like because I don't drink, but I'm assuming that's what hungover feels like. Yeah, it's just it's like pretty, you can't It's move. pretty close, man. You feel like ass the next day. Everything's sluggish. Yeah. You know, but it's just like, and that plaza is the best. Every time I go, yeah, like, what, which one? Well, those plazas. The I'll, original one, or are you talking about the Markham and 14 joint? Markham and 14 is nice, but they had to do that to compete with the next lead joint because they were trying to take their Markham business. But I like the original one where there's like that diner next door to Bellamy like, and Ellesmere. Yeah, it's like, what is that? And I love those plazas because there's always, 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 always. Have you noticed this? There's always two things in those plazas. There's like a halal meat store, adult video store. <laughs> right next to each yeah, other. Amazing. All Great the combination. Time. All the time. Both money laundering. 100%. 100% fact. That's like at, a, at Middlefield and McNichol. There's like, there's an exact combination. Yo, you go to any plaza, South Scarborough, halal meat store, adult video store. Halal meat store, adult video store. And they're always packed too. It's like, it's like the U.S. gun store, liquor store, liquor store, gun store. <laughs> <laughs> Toronto's <laughs> right. Cash, cash advance. You know what I mean? Like all those joints. Yo, do you ever imagine like, 
Uncle Iqbal at the Halal Meat Store like needs change. So he, he like goes, next door. goes over next door. He's like, hi, Jamie. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, oh, hey, Iqbal. <laughs> you know? And he's like, oh, you have change for 20? <laughs> Can you imagine that? Because that's, that's the funny thing about Toronto. I'm never, I'll never forget this one. It like seemed like something out of a sitcom for me one time. Like I was at, um, I was waiting for a streetcar. I think it was like Queen West somewhere. And it was like, like brother in his like wearing pure do rag like he wasn't messing around like came fresh basketball jersey on like and then you had like a man just like a woman i don't know if he was trans or, or like i think i think he was a cross-dresser that was my assumption trying to be uh cognizant i don't know can't assume but like and then like uncle with like lumby pajama like the pulled up pants and like a big orange be- and they're all just chilling there and like just united in their frustration that the streetcar wasn't coming like their differences didn't matter they just bonded over the fact yeah. that the streetcar hadn't showed up in 25 minutes and like that is the best part of toronto when TGC you just see frustration when you just watch scenes like that like yo these three people never in any other part of the world they're gonna be standing <laughs> next to each other in Toronto's like every street corner it's like those three people TTC is is frustrating on so many levels and it brings people together bro <sighs> okay first of all I think in context our transit system is like a B transit system B bro it's bro. not a D bro it's not a D it's I've a been D. to a D transit you ever been to Boston yeah, Boston's D. trash bro okay <laughs> Boston's like, G Boston, Boston's <laughs> just like a dot dot one like yeah. it's just like like there's some trash transit like okay I've been to some dope I've been to some very dope transit London's systems London's sick Hong Kong I mean like Hong Kong's dope Seoul Korea sick right so there's some, there's some A levels it's ridiculous and then you have like D levels and Toronto's Paris like Toronto's ridiculous. like and especially now like there are new stops on the thing. Like I was trying to go up to um, my friend's like, yo, picks me up from Downsview. He's like, oh, come up to Downsview because we were helping him move. I'm like, okay. So I was like, I'm used to those old days, bro. We used to ride 196 to Downsview Station. Yeah. We were like, more than I think about it, I partied way too much in first year of law school. Like why were grown adults going out on Tuesday nights <laughs> in the middle of February? But like 196, so I get up there and I just get off. And then he's like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm at Downsview. And he's like, are you at Downsview or Downsview Park? I'm like, what the fuck is Downsview Park? Like, there's so many new stops. So, like, I think, like, we've gotten to a B. And then people are always, like, complaining. But then it's like, it's like, oh, man, transit sucks, streetcar sucks, everybody's so busy. And I'm like, yo, did you tap on? It's like, nah, nah. I only have a couple stops to ride. It's like, of course it's going to suck, bro. You're not paying your fare. Yeah. Pay your fare. Yeah, people. You know, here's the other thing. When you take, like, the Up Express. Yeah. They have, like... A thing where you like tap but then as soon as you tap then you get on and then someone's someone's like immediately before you even walk onto the train somebody's like verifying like i'm like bitch you just saw me tap on the little station there now you're like making me verify as i walk two meters over to you like what are you verifying you just saw me tap and then you go in the train and then somebody verifies again i'm like i'm like you just need turnstiles this is two people who don't need to fucking be here and i'm like maybe i'm hating on people having jobs and shit but this is a fucking very unnecessary job what? Which one? Both. The I'm person- not gonna lie. I totally ignored everything you said right no, now. There you go. This is this is great. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. 
<laughs> up, just, up Express. You just like, sounded like a Toronto City Councilor, yeah, like bro, talking about was, a zoning bylaw. Like, like, they need to have turnstiles at the Up Express. Actually, it'd be dope if you ran City Council meetings. Be like, oh, yo, check it out. Agenda for today. Okay? Men's are getting too marved up on the street. It's like, yo, Wagwan Waste Man. Oh, I got waste. You, yo, check it out. We got... Uh, uh, Minister Ford coming through today, and we don't like him, eh? But we gotta show enough respect because his brother used to run the seat. Let him speak. <laughs> Apparently, I heard something. I don't know if this is true. Maybe I just didn't follow the news enough. But like, uh, Ford's supposed to be making some sort of like bylaw where you can like bring your dog to restaurants with you. I don't know if this well, is like all support c- dogs. No, just like a dog, <laughs> like into a. Re- this guy's wild, man. This Yo, guy, he's, he's he's just next level bullshit. I don't know if it's true, but I just want to like when somebody told me that the hypothetical in my mind, like yo, how how much time from the time that thing passes to your feed becoming like date night with my boo and it's just like girl and her dog like sitting there, it's like with the love of my life, me and Freddie, whatever <laughs> people name their dogs now, like. Is that what you're seeing? Is that what you're seeing on the on the dating apps? By the way, how's 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 it going? I'm so concerned with my dating life. I mean, listen, this is this. It's a source of it's a source of entertainment for me. (laughs) All right, all right. How's how's it going? What's the Uh, what's the latest in RC's 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 dating dating escapades? I'm trying to be like what they say. Like, is I think they call it being like more deliberate and like more mindful dating practices. But a whole bunch of bullshit. I'm not very good at that. So like (laughs) in my mind, I want to do all that stuff. But then in my actions, I don't make good decisions still. So at least there's a recognition that I'm making bad decisions. That's something. It's like, oh, I'm acknowledging. That's good enough. Yeah. I'm not doing anything about it, but I'm acknowledging. I'm trying. It's kind of like when I try and give up carbs. Like I give them up for like a day or two. Then I eat too many. It all balances out. It's a fluctuation. What's the most interesting shit you see on, on on these profiles? Yo, people are not interesting. I think that's the most interesting thing I'm seeing, bro. It's like, oh, oh, you like Netflix and hiking? Wow. So original. Like, people are not trying that hard. As, as soon as you see somebody who has like, I, I love NPR podcasts, you're like, done. Yo, I can get in on this. I'm in, bro. That's it. That's, that's, your, that's your wheelhouse. That's it, bro. Yo, name me your top five podcasts. We're talking, bro. We're in. If you like Planet Money fucking all over it <laughs> okay <laughs> like there's no way a girl likes planet money and we're not fucking that's it <laughs> this is a fake facts bro girls don't 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 tell rc you like <laughs> don't tell rc you like planet money yeah it's or slate money isn't it slate nah that's another another nah, those are the next money girl. i can't handle i can't roll with slate girls they're too they're too wild Slate, <laughs> slate. You're getting, you're getting too knowledgeable on the on the, on financials. Yeah, I just, I feel like everyone's got a pod recommendation now. You know, I like, stick to my usual ones. Yeah, yeah. You don't really like to try new things. You're no, pretty I'm boring. Good. Yeah, exactly. When you think about I'm, it, yeah, plain in life in yeah, general. That's it. I'm just even keel. I don't think you've taken off that hoodie in six years. Nah, bro. <laughs> but uh, nice and soft. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. I'm that's happening to me naturally. I'm I'm thinking about it more. Obviously, I'm getting a little bit older. I'm not a spring chicken. I mean, I look better than you, but I'm still no spring chicken. And Bro, this uh, is fresh it does look kind of fresh too. You look like a, just, you look like a child with facial hair. It's nice look. <laughs> I need to trim this joint down. It's getting it's getting. I, I got it winter oh, winter uh, coat. Tell us. Make sure you book his appointment at his guy six months in advance. Shout out whatever. to Kareem. 
Kareem, bro. Kareem, man. I don't know. You see, like, like the president of the United you States. You sound like you need to go to a proper barber that makes you feel good, bro. Because, Yo, like, barbers, you're, just out here, you're out here doing fucking super cuts for $5. No, no, no. Here's, here's the issue I was running into. <laughs> you know so I have That's this, why this guy's hating. I had this dope <laughs> barber, all right? And, uh, but the thing was, like, he's a conspiracy theorist. Like, flat earther, doesn't believe we went to the moon. Like, and the problem is, like, when you... Uh, like challenge him on it like my haircut's never quite as good so now i'm just rolling into the barbershop be like and another thing i don't even think i don't even think like america really did go to the moon to be like i'm just in there now i'm just in the conspiracy theories with them i was just like, go yeah, just my go uncle, full he was in a boat fell off the earth <laughs> it's like because it's like because when you're talking that shit to him yo man's a lot because he's so into it now That's it. he's like everything crisp line up one time i'm like yeah i don't think that thing you said is true just so it, then you, you, you pissed him off because it was just a diagonal. You pissed him off because your edges ain't looking right. You know what I'm saying? Your, just, ge- your geometry's off. Yo, I couldn't go to him, bro. Because <laughs> I could. Yo, okay. Here's a real thing, all right? I think cultural awareness of hairstyles matters a lot with hairstylists. Like, I went to get my hair cut one time on the recommendation of my friend. He's East Asian and he had a really nice haircut. He's like, yo, there's this guy in Dragon City Mall. You got to look for him. He's tucked up around the corner. He looks like he's in a closet. But he cuts a hair for $10. First of all, should have been my warning. Okay? It's like, no, that doesn't make any sense. I've been getting my hair cut long enough to know a $10 haircut doesn't make sense. Okay? Yo, I don't trust none of these guys. But I was like, yo, but what if? So I get in there, right? And the guy's like, I, I don't think he spoke that much English. But I was like, yo, that guy, that white guy in your poster, kind of like that. Cut my hair like that. He's like, no problem. And then he's like, I cut very fast. And he's like, I'm very skilled because I cut very fast. And I was just like, I don't know if that's like what I'm looking for. Flag on the play. In my hair. So I was like, Flag on the play. Yeah, like I'm just like, I don't know that that's like a priority for me that you can move your hands like Edward Scissorhands. So it was like so, so first of all, he sprayed it so much and he cut so fast and he kept dampening with the towel. So I couldn't tell what was happening. Right? Like, I didn't understand what was happening. So then at the end of it, I'm like, okay, thanks. Good haircut. And then I got out and I'm like, wait a minute. My hair's cut into a key, like a point. Like, it was, <laughs> it was, I've never experienced anything like that. Like, it was, it was uneven, but it was too uneven to like level out. So I couldn't like take this side and push it this way. And then it took, like it started growing differently. Like my hair molecularly changed in his haircut. <laughs> it was the weirdest experience. And I was just like, yo, I'm gonna be honest. I just think this guy knows how to cut East Asian people hair. It's not his fault. Guy's been doing 50 haircuts a day for $10 a day. That's his margin game. He sees me with my weird Iranian Pakistani hair. He's just like, yo, I don't know what to do with this. I'm just going to cut fast. Yeah. <laughs> I cut very fast. And I was just like, yo, so flat earthers cut fast. And then I was just one Italian guy. He's dope, but he keeps telling me about his screenplay, which to be honest, I kind of want to see the movie. <laughs> it sounds really <laughs> dope. He's like, Jesus is coming back down to earth. And then, like, I mean, you could sit here and talk all the smack about all the different haircut barber motherfuckers you go to yeah. and, and talk shit about my guy <laughs> and how I book six months in advance. But if you want to come out with the fresh eyes, you know what I'm saying? If you want to come through looking crisp. Why are you wearing a hat feeling, then, fam? Feeling like a million bucks. Why are you wearing a hat I mean, then, fam? Why are you wearing a hat then, fam? Yo, I mean, listen, I didn't do my hair today. You know what I mean? Am I out here trying to, like, just, uh, first of all, we're on a podcast. What do I need to be, what do I need to be uh, dressing up for? What do I need to do yo, with my hair and shit? Put a little effort into seeing us, man. 
Fuck that, man. <laughs> I ain't trying to impress you. I don't. Yeah, if you want, if you want to get the fresh, if you want to feel like a million bucks walking out of the barber, you come through. My boy, my boy Kareem will hook you yeah, up. Yeah, booking appointments in 2022 now. Yeah. <laughs> it's <just> like. <laughs> Yeah, that should, that should tell you something, man. It's popular. He's, I, you know what? Shout out to Kareem, man. Shout out to Kareem. I, I you know, anyone who can make you look not terrible, <laughs> shout out to Kareem. <laughs> I'll say on the whole dating tip, like, um, my, um, like I'm getting more serious about that now. I'm thinking about it a little bit more, and like yeah, everyone's took took long enough. Everyone's kind of, but like. <laughs> Here's okay. Here's the deal. Like everyone's kind of after me. Like everyone in my family's married and stuff like that. Kids popping out everywhere. Every time you look, there's a new kid. I don't know any of my cousins' kids' names. I'm not gonna lie. I tried to keep up. After 21, I couldn't keep up. There's just too many. There's just too many. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't understand. Like I already have five nephews and niece. Yeah, you got a football team of kids in your in your family. Oh, I can't wait to put. I just need something to put them manually. I'm gonna start a factory or something. I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Honestly, like, bro, like there's just so many of them and they're mad lazy. Like a little work helps them. Helps me. Helps the economy t-shirts <laughs> anything but like so everyone's after me to get married but then do you find like i always find that everyone sends they always send like their worst ambassador to get me married it's always like the uncle who's just giving up on life like he's just like he's just like sitting in a mcdonald's like sadly eating one fry not paying attention to his kids jumping off the jungle gym and that guy's like you should get married. It's very fulfilling. It's like, bro, you, <laughs> you don't look, look like there's no soul behind <laughs> your eyes, man. So it's like, that's the thing. They're always trying to get you married. And they always, like, I remember one time my aunt and uncle were coming to me to try and tell me to get married. And in the process of telling me to get married, they got into an argument. It's like, this is exactly the type of shit I'm trying to avoid. Yeah. And then, then the people that do come through with like a potential candidate, they always just, they don't put any thought into it. It's always like, yo, there's this girl. She's single. You're a dude. You're single. You too. Go out on a date. You both like, have a name with an yeah, A. Yeah. You both. <laughs> that's it. That's, that, that, that's the only criteria that they fucking think about. Yeah. They don't put any thought into it. They don't have no, no idea why it would be a good match other than, you know, educated. Your, your family's good. Uh, she's this. That's it. Therefore, you're both single. Done. Go yeah. on a date. And I, I keep trying to, like, self-sabotage, a.k.a. on again, off again. AKA comedy career, AKA like being the only lawyer with a Batman MasterCard. Is that self sabotage? <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. But it's like, but at the same time, I guess it's just lean in these streets because girls are still, people are still interested. There's just not a lot left. It's just like slim pickings slim out here, pickings, man. Eh? It's just like, yo, I'm winning this game by endurance. <laughs> I'm just hanging in there. All I got to do is wait. I just stick around. Okay, there's like there'll be like a line where the waiting will take too long. RC, tell us tell us what you want for all the for all the ladies listening out there. Eligible bachelor right here. What is what what's what's RC looking for? <sighs> oh man, I don't even know. I think that's half the problem. I don't think I know what I want, and everyone tells me you should know what you want. But as you get older, I feel like you know less about what you want. <laughs> but huh, that's a good question. Yo, okay, here's the one thing I find has become more important as you get older. You know, sometimes you talk to people and the conversation has no rhythm. Like you, when I talk to you, there's no conversation rhythm. That's it. You're trash. <laughs> yeah, but you know what it's like? There's no ebb and flow to the conversation. It's like, oh, what do you think about this? It's like, cool. <laughs> it's just like, I can't, I can't do anything with that. Yeah. And then you feel like you're pulling the conversation all the time and then they have nothing to offer. And it's just like, oh, uh, that's the worst. So I think of all things, like as superficial as I am, 
the like people's ability to have interesting things and ambition and passion and things. And that's not as big up myself up. I just think like you realize certain things become more valuable as you get older. Culture, identity, I think those become more important as you get older. Yeah. How are you dealing with those things? How much of those matter to you as you got older? I mean, it, it, it matters. Um, it definitely makes like having at least some amount of similar culture makes it easier for your families to interact. Like and does AK for, have to sign off on? AK signs off on <laughs> everything, V. You know what I mean? Yo. When he comes to collect 15. Yo. <laughs> Listen, AK, AK out here on these streets. Yo, he's, he's, he's taking prime minister to the private island and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no, I mean, it matters. It matters because it makes things a lot easier because relationships are difficult as, as they are. So, um, you know, having just that little bit of, um, common ground, uh, goes a long way. I think, um, you know, you're not having to prove yourself to another, like, you know, before when I, I would date, like people that weren't of the culture, you're sitting there having to like, like them things. Um, <laughs> Yeah, because because I'm because I'm getting introduced to their families and shit. Slow down, my son. I feel Yeah, I know. I think um, I think you're having to sit there and prove yourself to prove that you're okay, especially in 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 the last couple last few years or last decade where you know Islamophobia and all that's been kind of top of mind. People are like automatically thinking, "Oh shit, Muslim guy." Um, and they have their preconceived notions, but so you're, you're sitting there have to prove yourself that you're, you're a good dude and you know, you're not fucking some extremist, um, with like, you know, bombs attached to your, to your chest. So it's, it, it's a tricky thing, but I think having some culture, um, kind of de- like as common ground helps. So for me, it was important. It, it ended up being more important than I thought it was. I mean, early on I was like, I was open to everything, but like I said, having to prove yourself over and over again, it just, it got old. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's true. I see that. Well, I have a lot of friends like mixed back. Oh, man. Yo, did I ever tell you about the time where I was like mediating an Afghan Serbian wedding? Okay, so ex- ex- please explain <laughs> me what the fuck was happening here. Okay. So one of my boys, Serbian, okay? His wife, Afghani. They're like, they've known each other. And now they're like trying to make that work. It's a cultural difference. You know, these are like two very specific cultures. All right. They're going to their house to meet up, right? He's like, yo, I need you to come with me. I need a brown guy, all right? So I roll up, me, him, his dad, his sister, his mom, and then his one friend who speaks, I want to say Farsi? Pashto? I think it was Farsi. Whatever. <laughs> no, that's not what. We get into the basement, okay? So we get there. Oh, it was, it was, in, it was, it in was the at basement. their house. It was okay. at their house. So like the women are upstairs. Guys roll downstairs. We go downstairs. It's her dad and like 25 uncles from the community. Okay. And these guys are all like educated thing that, that, but like, yo, real talk. Nobody speaks English. So, okay. (laughs) So, so they're all just sitting on the floor along the wall in this basement. It's just like everyone's packed in. There's like some room there. Okay. So like me, his dad roll me, him, his dad, and then his one like Persian friend. Okay. And then the Persian friend is like the Afghani friend's like doing introductions. I swear to God, guy, it was like a scene from Game of Thrones. He's like, "This is Arsalan, son of Niaz, <laughs> lawyer of Osgood, teller of the jokes." 
House of Shirazi. House of Shirazi. Bro, and we're just sitting there and like he went around like uncle and then like they would say something personal and people were like, ha, 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 ha. And I'd be like, ha, ha. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, and I always get pulled into these situations. I don't know what it is because like, like I'll have friends who are like, okay, we all have friends like this. We know like they've been dating for like seven years, but like obviously haven't told their families, you know? And then, so then it's like, when it's time to tell them, people be like, oh, by the way, we told our parents that you introduced us oh, last shit. month. Oh shit. So I'm How like, about a little bit of a heads up would yeah, be nice. Like that's like at the, when, before I got on the speech, like I'm, like, like I'm about to go do a speech and like, oh, by the way, we told everybody that like you introduced us like a month ago. What? <laughs> Yeah. so one time nobody told me that story before i got on stage so then i went on stage and i'm like oh remember that time when you guys were like dating at wonderland and it was just like they're like shut, shut up shut up no i was like oh, what time i went to a wedding that wedding was like there's a little tension like the families i don't really think wanted the wedding happened and then the like brother got up and he was like yeah, I know people don't really want this to happen, but like we don't know what the future holds. And they're like, okay, Arslan, it's your turn to talk now. And I'm like, so how about this mother? <laughs> Just look. But yeah, I like. Have you ever been to like a a brown wedding where like the dudes like. <laughs> white breast friend chris will give a speech <laughs> yeah. and he'll always be like and like nobody prepped him so i'll always be like oh yeah janaid you used to get wild back in the day man <laughs> <laughs> everyone's like shut fucking shit out bro cut like he's always like he's like yeah i remember when we went to like spring break in daytona and like we were like oh janaid you can't drink that whole thing and he's like yes i can <laughs> Janae down in the corner is like, shut up, bro. Just like, it's like, let me get this mask, bro. Somebody <laughs> go, whose man's is this? It's like Next time it goes, just tackles him across yeah. the Yo, that shit is the funniest, man. There's nothing funnier when there's like one. Yo, let's just be honest. When there's like one funny white couple at like a brown wedding, and the girl's always just wearing like a like a mini skirt. <laughs> and always the uncles are like, Corner. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we all know what everybody's thinking, bro. It's it's too funny, man. And on that note, it's been another installment of the Toronto Man's Podcast. It's your boy Lala. This is RC right here, and uh, you did okay today. You're getting better. All right. Yeah. Bit. yeah. Change your shirt next time. Nah, bro. Hoodies, hoodies and hats all day. You're not. Unless I'm coming through with a fresh cut from my boy Kareem. Yo, Kareem. Bro, yo, why'd you marry Kareem, bro? No, bro. <laughs> yo, this is the, this is literally the most juvenile shit this guy could ever say. It's like, oh, you like it so much? Why don't you go marry it? <laughs> you like that Timmy's cup so much? Why don't you go marry your Timmy's cup? Uh, yeah, RC coming straight out of kindergarten. Yo, you know what? You gotta stay young at heart. All right, we'll see you next time on the Toronto Man's Podcast. <laughs> is this, uh, yo, it was smooth, bro. <laughs> yo, I could be sexy. I could be sexy, man. Uh, uh, no, I can't do that. Never mind. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>